0: To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com slash pod.
1: But I think the question that keeps coming back to me as I read the book, right, is that it's the development that you talk about has really created a new field of power, right? It is is Mm -hmm. scrambled um, people's ability to act collectively, wouldn't you say? I mean, it's... And it's and it's turned because these organizations, uh, community foundations, are really where the resources are, right? Not necessarily in local governments. Mm-hmm. Um, it's turned public attention to them uh, as solutions as opposed to government. That that tends to scramble collective action. Um, but it also it it distances. I mean, the resources uh, are in these communities, but. Other things uh, aren't like regulatory authority, for mm. example, still remains, mm. you know, firmly within the power of the local or sometimes is preempted by the state government. But the um, but that's often the, the, the switch you need to flip. And the the other thing that I think is interesting is like the extent to which and maybe you can talk about this, like the, the kinds of solutions that now naturally enter into the conversation um, Have changed. You know, the, the thing that you open the book with is talking about this social impact bond. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just I, I wonder if you could actually go into it because I think it matters that the solutions that are on the table, you know, to, to these problems have a way of while they don't solve the problem. Obviously, they perpetuate this idea that the solution is always just around the corner, and that mm-hmm. like, give us five more mm. years, give us ten more mm-hmm. years, give us thirty million more dollars, and give us an army of evaluators and social sci and like out of work social scientists to do the evaluation <laughs> work, and we'll solve this goddamn problem. So, can, can you like talk? I mean, like, there's a solutionism that is very rooted mm-hmm. in, in some mm. of these in the, these projects. But and and so I wonder mm. if you could talk about like that aspect of it uh, as well.
0: Mm. The solutionism of it, yeah, it seems both so, so rooted in optimism and a pragmatism about how to do something against what seems like inevitable odds. But no, yes. social Im- social yeah. impact bonds <laughs> yeah. are this wildly complex and yet also so simple sometimes it's called pay for success programs, right? So the government uh, vows to pay a nonprofit for its services if the desired and sort of contractual outcome is achieved. And <laughs> in the time between when the nonprofit provides a service and the government says, aha, we've done it. We've, you know, employed this many people, kept this many people out of the carceral state, et cetera. Uh, who puts up the dollars? Private financiers. So, Goldman Sachs is the sort of key financier uh, along with some foundations. They sort of put up a loan and say, okay, the government's going to pay us back, but we'll front the money to this nonprofit. It's these wild systems and tons and tons of lawyers. And as you said, Phil, lots of social scientists evaluating and proving and all sorts of things before the money actually moves from the government to pay back Goldman Sachs, who initially fronted the money. And yeah, this notion that if we just sort of shift something small something big will result I think is enticing <laughs> that if we just change how the money flows the structures underneath will alter it's also a way to do something I don't know I'm I'm not the one who who can or should say what right right uh, <laughs> like how we, like it's an imperfectly stacked deck Right. The notion right. of austerity is always way overplayed than what it re- in reality could be. But people are dealing with constraints. Right. That's true of people in government, just as it's true of people in the nonprofit sector. Um, and there's a series of tough choices about how you use limited resources, even though right, we talk about them as if they're more limited than they truly are. Yeah, I I don't have a great answer, but the sort of optimism and sense of the solutions just around the corner and that we can operate within more or less the confines, right? Mm -hmm. So much of this is based on the notion, right? The opportunity agenda of the 1960s looms large mm-hmm. here, that largely our political economy is sound and that we just need to get people onto the ladder into it, right? Mm-hmm. That has been the underlying philosophy, gone by different names, gone by different sort of versions since then. I think and nonprofits are wrapped up in the theory of the world that the political economy is basically sound. And we just need to get people into it rather than saying maybe it's a problem with our political economy and the racial <laughs> capitalism that under, under sort of girds it. To hear the full episode, become a patron at patreon.com deathpanelpod. You'll get access to this and the rest of our catalog of patron-only episodes. And be the first to get a new patron episode every Monday when it drops. With love, the Death Panel.